0: to the 28 Dales Later podcast. My name's Johnny Campbell. Together with Natalie Wilson and Steve Wharton, plus a few other guest presenters that we've got lined up, we'll be embarking on a journey around the north of England, celebrating its landscape, nature and heritage. I'm beginning my journey close to the start of my previous episode in Marsden, West Yorkshire on the road that goes to nearby village Meltham, where a public right of way track that follows the Cone Valley circular route directs me on to the moor. It passes one of two conduits, Blackmore Foot and Deer Hill Conduit. Before reaching the latter, the view over the village of Marsden and the Cone Valley is quite serene, but for the numerous trains that are going to Manchester, Huddersfield, Leeds and other major conurbations of the north, it adds to this industrial landscape, and if it wasn't for the diesel trains, this view over this northern mill town could easily take you back a couple of centuries. The Tractor Deer Hill Conduit was the site of the local shop in the late 90s, early 2000s series, The League of Gentlemen, where the insular shopkeepers Tubbs and Edward covered precious things of the shop from marauding strangers. The shop was purpose-built for the series and many of the locations of the series were filmed around this area and neighbouring Derbyshire. This is a must-see place for super fans of the cult show. Today, I'm making my way past these marauding strangers to Black Hill, the county point of West Yorkshire, deep in the dark peak area of the Peak District National Park. The Peak District is often synonymous with Derbyshire, but on this particular journey we'll be taken in a route all in West Yorkshire. At Deer Hill Conduit, less than a mile into my walk, I'm on the border of the National Park. Here the next two miles of the walk follow the conduit high above the Wessenden Valley to Wessenden Head, along a very flat track, which is perfect after the steep incline from the get-go on this unofficial right of way. The conduit feeds into Deer Hill Reservoir, and along the track are several anomalies which perk interest. Stonework built into the hillside, numerous bridges over the conduit leading to the moor, and an overflow sluice gate built in the late 1800s. The view over the valley here confirms why this quiet corner is in the National Park boundary. Man has made a big imprint here, as reservoirs are built in every nook and cranny of the valley, as Butterly, Blakely and Wessenden Head Reservoirs fill this one alone the path leaves the conduit and snakes around the hillside past a couple of waterfalls before joining the main track the Pennine Ware, which will be our companion for the remainder of the journey to Black Hill Reaching the top of Wessenden Head, we hit asphalt on the Air 635. It's a surprise to come across as the moody, brooding Black Hill comes into view. The road is known locally as the Isle of Sky Road, as the eponymous pub sat near the junction of the Wessenden Head Road from Meltham. Built in 1829 and closed in the 1940s, the pub still lives on in local legend as the unofficial road name. It's here where the landscape changes dramatically, the A635 acting as a border between the safe and more genteel terrain of Wessenden to the unforgiving and undulating rough heather and bleak blanket bogs of Black Hill. Pervin slabs have been laid across the majority of the section over the massif of Black Hill, and I start to recall a 30 mile yomp I made with a friend last year in monsoon rain from Marsden to Edale. The first two days of the Pennine Way rolled into one over a blustery black hill. I can tell you from first-hand experience you do not want to get caught out in bad weather here. It was too late to turn back as we were soaked to the bone with over 20 miles left and it was ludicrous to carry on. But there was little else to do for that day. comes up as quite a surprise as you're now accustomed to the smooth flagstones underfoot. A monstrous crevasse carved into the hillside going by the name of Dean Clough. Black Hill doesn't let you reach the summit so easily as this ravine forces you to clamber down 50 metres and back up to reach the flagstones once again. After heavy rain this becomes treacherous. You once again ask questions up the final summit slope which doesn't have any technical difficulties. But close contours permit pauses, and to pause is not a bad choice. Stretching over the green, luscious home Valley, views across to Leeds, North York Moors, and even the distant, hazy limestone protrusions in the Yorkshire Dales give way to some of the finest far-reaching views in West Yorkshire. Pause longer, and you may even hear the call of a curlew, the cackle of a grouse, or even spot a mountain hare. Reaching the summit plateau of Black Hill used to be half the story. Finding the summit safely was a potentially life-threatening task, and as its name suggests, Black Hill was a reference to the color upon the summit through lack of vegetation. Alfred Wainwright loathed Black Hill, and writing upon it in his Pennine Way companion states, Black Hill is well named. The broad top really is black is not the only fellow with a summit of peat, but no other shows such a desolate and hopeless quagmire to the sky. This is peat naked and unashamed. Nature fashioned it, but for once has no suggestion for clothing it. Nothing can grow in this acid waste. There is no root hold in this sea of ooze. In the flutings and ripplings of the surface of the dunes, caused by the action of rain and wind, a certain strange beauty... A pattern sculpturing beyond the skill of man must, however, be conceded. But it is a frightening place in bad weather, a dangerous place after heavy rain. It is not a place to visit unaccompanied, especially after prolonged rainy weather because of the risk of becoming trapped or even entombed in the seepage hollows, where wet peat closes over and grips submerged legs like a vice. In a moment of unbelievable fortune... The geographical high point of Black Hill was the only part of the moor which had vegetation to lay a trig point. The surveyors must have been ecstatic when measurements confirmed this pokey green oasis was the patch to lay a weighty triangulation point, providing respite from the sea of ooze. The summit is also known as Soldier's Lump. This coming from the visits of the members of the Triangulation Party, the Corps of Royal Engineers. In 1841, An examination of the mound revealed the framework timber for the 36-foot Great Ramsden Theodolite used in the original triangulation, which began in 1784, which is now on display at the Science Museum in Kensington. At 582 metres, or 1,908 feet, Black Hill was the county summit of Cheshire, and until 1974, her quagmire was ceded to West Yorkshire and what a summit she is. Thank you for listening to the 28 Dales Later podcast. We'll release a new podcast each week, and you can also find our blogs and photographs on Facebook. Go to facebook.com forward slash 28 Dales Later.